0: Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cassie-Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, supporting and helping small businesses in all the local area. Today, I'm excited to have Dave with us. Hello, Dave. Hello, John. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you. Thanks for taking time out to do this. Thank you for inviting me on. So let's jump right in. So tell us about what you do in your business.
1: Uh, So I have two businesses. Uh, The the one that's been running slightly longer is a business called Luma And we actually help support membership organisations and associations and organisations with a business customer base, really, with their engagement and their retention activities. There's a bit of software, some advice and some value proposition stuff. And that all comes from my own background in business membership. So I actually worked for the Chamber of Commerce uh, and ran my own membership organization for a while. So I'm a big believer, and a big supporter of the work organizations like those in the FSB do. So, so that's, a, that's one side. And then the other side, which is, which is recently launched, actually, is my uh, collaboration junkie brand. And that's all my kind of the businesses previously working in membership and then Lumelona, They're all based on partnership and collaboration. And over the years, I've set up hundreds, if not thousands, with big multinational brands and small businesses alike. Reached probably a million small business owners, which means I've seen good and bad, and I've made a lot of mistakes, <laughs> and I've witnessed lots of mistakes as well, often from the from the companies you wouldn't you would least expect it from. And um, it's something I'm really passionate about, and I want to help other people not make those mistakes and set up their their perfect partner program so they can take advantage and not get that regret of missed opportunity. And uh, it's a personal passion thing that I decided to do um, kind of at the turn of the year. And then what was really interesting is Covid hit and partnerships and collaborations. Actually, more people are talking about them now more than ever, which is wildly exciting. but yeah, so it's it's a great it's a great and exciting space to be in and I hope I can add some value. So that's uh, so that's yeah, that's me.
0: Fabulous. I will get into that partnership stuff because I think it's so vital as you highlighted, especially in this day and age and what's happening in the world. But before we do, I always love to hear your story. How did you get to where you're at? I'd love to hear the bit of the background.
1: Okay. So how did I get to where I was at? So I um so straight from school I went into, uh, from A-level, I worked, randomly worked at BT in their procurement department and there's a party-loving 18-year-old who was responsible for millions and millions and millions of pounds worth of BT spend, which was which was interesting. Fell out of love with the, just being in part of a big corporate structure. Moved into a sales role. Uh, ended up in recruitment for my sins. Um, recession hit and I was expected to just kind of bang out sales calls, which just isn't me or the way I work. So like any person doing what they do like the builder with a half built house and the cleaner with a dirty house i went to another recruitment company to find me a job because i didn't want to have to do it myself um and they found me a role doing field sales at the chamber of commerce and i absolutely fell in love um with the just being involved in that membership community we were talking obviously before this started john around how much that excites you that member engagement piece and i just absolutely fell in love with it finding out about people's stories uh, and really just seeing how I could help them and that led me through a journey of working for the chamber then running my own membership organization in events and um, and then moving on to support them and the partnership and collaboration stuff if I look back over my life it just it's just how I've always been I don't think it's something I've intentionally gone out and done it's just something that I've realized I've always done and I've got a skill in it and there's a need for other people to go out and do it and along the way I've um yeah I've had a lot of fun along the way. one of my yeah a lot of fun along the way. I'm a big football fan and music fan and two young kids which are the whole reason why I do what I do but um yeah it's I suppose how I've got to being here is I've wanted to do something that adds value and is enjoyable and I think nice. there's the i think there are the a few key things so yeah
0: you you make it such a sound like such an easy journey but there've been any challenges
1: <laughs> along the way. <laughs> And then, yeah there's been a there's yeah it's not been exactly a smooth uh yeah definitely not a smooth a smooth one it's been uh, bumpy and windy to say the least but, but here we are so excellent so tell us um, what tell us about partnerships and collaborations so um where do you start oh, where do you start so the start the start with most like most of these things i think is a mindset and it's uh you hear something banded about quite a lot which is um uh collaboration not competition and and i do i agree with that up to a point because it's about having an opportunistic mindset i say and and so the collaborate not compete it is right in that your competitors can be your greatest collaborators and it's great to have that 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 outset but to completely dismiss it is 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 a little bit too fluffy for me i'd rather be a bit more a bit more focused of course we're sometimes going to be competing for bits of business against each other but at its heart is this is this mindset of um i call it a mindset of abundance that there is actually enough work to go around even in even in in the current times we find ourselves in and i know some sectors are, are hit harder than others but it's this notion of we don't need to compete with each other all the time. And actually, if we look to work together, then we can create much more than the sum of its parts. So the first I think the first thing is once you've kind of when, once you're in that mindset, I'm going to look for an opportunity that benefits someone other than just me. You can look for people that can help you on that journey so it benefits all all, all of you. And it's just thinking there's so many ways and reasons to partner lead gen is an obvious one around finding people who have access to an audience you want to but then there's um there's service enhancement there's um credibility by association there's profile raising there's um there's overhead savings there's there's so many ways and reasons to partner with people in any given space it's just being open to the possibility that that doing something with someone else is going to be better than than Found your own path, I suppose.
0: Uh, so it sounds like um you, first off, you need to know what you want from the partnership. So
1: a hundred percent. And this is one of the <laughs> yes, and you know what, this is where um so many partnerships fall down, and it's where I kind of try and do as much as I'm very much on the kind of the excitable bit of partnerships, and that that when you, when you're having when you find someone you've got some shared values with it's so easy to get so carried away around all the wonderful things you're gonna do. But, that, but having that clear purpose of actually what we're both looking to achieve from this, I say both, it can obviously be more than one, what's our actual goals and what are the expectations and that kind of that, that planning piece that under that underlies the excitement of, of something new and brilliant and, and wonderful is so vital, John, so vital. You've, you've nailed it right away. So, um, so yeah, it, it's crucial because that's where people fall down.
0: So once you've decided, so let's say let's take lead generation. So, everybody would like more work. That so around that, there's going to be a criteria of what you mean by lead generation.
1: Absolutely, and and again, and this, yeah, because it it could literally be as simple as um, as affiliates. So affiliates are, 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 I suppose, are a form of partnership where it's literally as simple as someone sharing a link to your stuff and just firing through um potentially relatively cold leads but it's, it 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 can just be as simple as traffic um it can be at, right at the other end of this of, of the spectrum could be finding someone where you, where your service is actually integrated into their own and and you become a part of their service and and everything and anything in between um from from very warm personal leads to finding digital marketing partners to the, the list really is is absolutely vast. And it depends on not only your own product or service, but also the way that the people you're partnering with have their route to market. And no one, no one strategy is right for any business. its sometimes a mix, a, a mix of right. So.
0: All right. So once you've got all that in place, the next line is to help
1: discover <laughs> who you're going to partner with. Do you have yeah. any around that? Uh, Yes, and, and uh, I, I'll try and keep it as, as brief as I can in our time. <laughs> obviously it's a, it's a very broad subject. Um, so there's the obvious things of they need of talking to an audience that you want to talk to. and, and so that the, so a crucial thing is knowing your own demographic is knowing who your own avatar is. If you don't really know who you want to sell to or who you or who, or who your ideal target customer is, then it's going to be a struggle to get any partnership to really work. There's a a very much hit and miss element about that. So it's knowing that there's a match in that, but that can still be quite a broad thing. I think another crucial thing is understanding um, a partner's values or motives. It is much, much easier, like all things in business, um, to do work with people who look at business in the same way that you do. Yeah. Um, there has to, you want there to be a congruent journey between how you are going to speak to customers, clients and prospects and how your partners are and if there's a disconnect you don't necessarily have to have the exact same values uh, it's more the the behaviors that your values generate and if you're acting in the same way with the same ethos and the same respect that kind of has to be crucial to any partnership both for the internal dynamics of how you work together but also ultimately, how you're going to be serving the customer at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, and it's the customer that matters in in this as well. That respect for the uh, end user.
1: Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. That has to be the focus all the time. Is mm-hmm. is is this going to improve the experience of the of the customer? Uh-huh. So. Would you suggest
0: that if you're doing a partnership that you have a set term, say say three months, and then review it?
1: Is there um, or is it? Oh, so then it varies, John. I, and but but again, you're ticking off so many good points that a lot of people kind of gloss over. So, so at least have one, at least have a term, at least have something. And it doesn't need to be a big long partnership agreement. Although for some organisations that absolutely is appropriate. But at the bare minimum. Have something on an email between the two of you. Have something that says we're going to do this and we're going to do this, and this is what this is what we're we're aiming to achieve. And then, yeah, have a line in the sand of this is what we want to achieve in the next three months, and and, and then review as you say. And I think the other th- important thing that's on a very similar note is to not try and do things all at once. So so often, and I've fallen guilty of it myself, is where there's someone that where there's a really good fit you can get so caught up in how big the opportunity is that nothing ever gets off the ground. And it's find the low hanging fruit, find the thing. And it's it's not necessarily about capitalising on that specific opportunity because it's really urgent. It's about A, doing something, but also getting to know how each other works. That value piece I mentioned before about seeing what their values are and how people work together. Sometimes that only comes through when you actually start working with someone. And that, yeah. So that 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 initial piece of doing something simple and quickly and getting going is, um, is a really is one that many people don't think to do when they're starting out in this partnership piece. But it's a, yeah, so it's a it's a great tip. It's a great yeah. tip. So.
0: so all that groundwork makes a big difference. Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It Allows you to do the fun stuff. If you put that groundwork in, that that although it's kind of almost and it's. The fun stuff is is my thing, but but I've learned that having the having that groundwork and that expectation in place gives you more freedom to go out and do the do do the fun stuff. So. Excellent. So Dave, somebody's listened to this and they're excited about
0: the opportunities that presented them through partnerships and collaborations, and they're looking for some guidance and uh, want to get the groundwork done and maybe have some fun at the same time and get that low hanging
1: fruit. How would they contact you? okay so uh linkedin's a good shout so there's not that many dave Plunkett on on LinkedIn. um uh and then the company's collaboration junkie uh they can go to collaborationjunkie.com or again link to it through through linkedin or facebook so and um, that's probably the two easiest ways and yeah as I said it's kind of it's been in the making for a long while but we've just just getting out there so there's webinars and workshops and content and all that all that wonderful stuff that you would you would expect so
0: fabulous and we'll put some links on our website so it makes it easy for people to find you
1: thank you that'd be amazing thanks John
0: thank you for sharing your passion your joy and your insights into partnerships and
1: collaborations Uh, well thank you for having me I hope I hope if it's if there's one person's got something from it then that makes it a worthwhile half hour for me excellent uh... excellent Uh, Dave if you happen to know of
0: any other business owners entrepreneurs that would benefit from being on the show can you let me know Absolutely, you will do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. See you, Dave. See you, John. Bye, everyone. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as 900 and counting contracts, letters and guidance to run your business all in one place. Any questions? Contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk